0: Today, it's Wednesday, February 17th, and you're listening to the MS is Messy podcast. I hope everyone had a really nice Valentine's weekend, even if we were all stuck inside because of the frigid temps here in the Midwest. Who am I kidding? We most likely would have stayed home anyway, since we are in the middle of a pandemic. We watched a sweet little movie on Netflix Friday night called Penguin Bloom, about a wife and a mother of three who has an accident and is paralyzed from the chest down. Although nowhere near this woman's level of disability, I could relate to her daily struggle nonetheless, especially her frustration at not being able to do all the things she once did. In the course of the movie, she does get an attitude adjustment from an unlikely source, choosing to rejoin her family life as an active participant again. I'm a little embarrassed to admit that I like seeing someone else in worse shape than myself. It's much easier being the person who feels a little superior to others who are in worse shape than the one receiving the pity. I do think it important to witness firsthand disabled people represented in the media because all too often, people don't necessarily recognize other struggles until they see it with their own eyes. That's why representation is so important in all aspects of our lives. Not only do we gain a better understanding of and compassion for other people's daily challenges, but hopefully we can be more thankful for what we do have instead of lamenting about what we don't. If I'm honest, I always get a little ping of pride when a doctor or physical therapist tells me how well I'm doing for someone who's lived with MS for over 24 years now. That positive encouragement is all I need most days to keep pushing forward when I think I can't possibly take another step. I compare my disability with others all the time, usually feeling defeated that others with this disease are doing better than I am. As Yelana Van Zandt says, comparison is an act of violence against the self. I shouldn't require that positive reinforcement from others, but I guess I do. I know it would take hours more of intense therapy to figure out why I need that constant validation from others, why I can't give myself enough of that positive reinforcement to be okay with just exactly who I am. I would never tolerate anyone making fun of a disabled person or treating them as less than, but for some reason, I can't seem to offer that same compassion to myself most days. There's always this little voice in my head that's saying, you're not doing enough, Kim. Sure, there were high expectations of me growing up as the oldest of four with all that goes with that responsibility, but I never wanted to disappoint anyone, especially my parents. I was the classic overachiever in high school. The gymnast, cheerleader, president of the senior class, leader of the church's youth group, and top of my class academically. I went on to have a very successful career in retail management, but still always with that nagging feeling I wasn't doing enough. Crazy, right? What I wouldn't give to have just one of those healthy days back, thankful instead of judgmental. It goes to show you that you never really appreciate what you have until it's gone. I'm not suggesting that my previous workaholic lifestyle caused my MS, but it sure didn't help either. I share all this in hopes that whoever you are, whatever your struggles are, you will be nicer to your body before it's too late. I'm a cautionary tale an example to learn from that there is absolutely nothing to gain by being overly hard on yourself. I have come to believe that I have this disease for the larger purpose of helping others struggling with illness to hopefully show them that their life has purpose and meaning regardless of their disability.